Hello, Property Nomads. Hope you're well. We're going to deep dive into commercial property. Uh, I nearly said commercial real estate then. Uh, and then realized that uh, we're a UK-based podcast. We need to say property. I'm going to dive into a bit about commercial property here and an interesting article uh, to go through. So London's, uh, this is uh, the Tory graph uh, that's reporting this, uh, London's offices emptiest in 30 years, warn analysts. That's very interesting because we touched, uh, we've touched upon this uh, in the last month or two on the podcast that Mark Champ of War Financial has said similar things when we've had a chat about the massive opportunities that are going to come up in the commercial sector purely because of the variety of economic conditions that we have at the moment. That's where we're at. So what the Tory Rush says is uh, that London's office market is in a rental recession as volumes of empty space across the West End, City and Canary Wharf hit a 30-year high. Commercial property giants, land securities uh, and other ones as well uh, were all downgraded by analysts recently. So obviously that's not good news. And they've estimated there's been a 20% contraction in London office usage amid post-pandemic hybrid working and increasing occupier preference for greener buildings in the suburbs. So in a nutshell, everything that we've spoken about in the last couple of years is now coming to fruition. People are starting to figure out that actually working from home isn't the worst thing in the world to do, depending on what job you're doing. Working from home is okay. There have been sort of hybrid models now where you have people that might only go into the office once or twice a week. I can say from experience, uh, my wife, which that's very weird to say nowadays, but my wife uh, over here in Mexico has a very similar thing. She goes into the office once a week. And my brother, I believe, goes into the office a few times a week. Um, but if he does have the option to work from home, will work from home. Uh, just because it saves the commute and he's got everything he needs where he lives. I mean, I know that's just two examples and there's going to be millions of people out there that are going to be the same. But point is, they have a hybrid working model. And we're also finding that with with how things are at the moment, uh, yes, people are, are still always going to be creating businesses, making businesses and, and doing things like that. But when economic times are tougher, that's not going to be as prevalent as when economic conditions are easier. So all of this and the usual economic things that we've said before, increase in interest rates, uh, the fact that you know gas electric's gone up, all, all of those sorts of things that we've mentioned before, uh, all of the proverbial is starting to very slowly hit the fan. And what's going to happen is it's going to take a bit of time to hit the fan, and then out of nowhere, you're going to have the full force of the proverbial hitting the fan at the same time. And then that's when it's going to get pretty disgusting. Uh, going back to the article, uh, it does, uh, uh, and I quote, uh, retail was technology's first casualty and we think offices are next. Utilisation shrunk and landlords are losing pricing power as tenants offload surplus space. Again, this is not surprising. Businesses want to become, always want to become as efficient as possible and also want to Make well maximize profit. That that's what we're here to do as as a business. And if that means reducing your overheads, and that overhead is your office space, 
then so be it. That is exactly what you're going to do. This is what we're seeing happening. Now, over in the USA, uh, coming up soon in the next couple of years, and I've learned this from reading and listening to other podcasts, is that they have, I believe they've got trillions, uh, certainly billions, possibly trillions of real estate that needs to be refinanced at some point. Now, when you are sat on maybe one or 2% as your interest rate, and all of that's got to be refinanced at possibly 6 or 7%, that is uh, what I'd like to call no bueno. Uh, that is not going to be very good for anyone, but that's going to create a lot of opportunity because the banks and the financial institutions aren't going to want those liabilities sat on their balance sheet. They're going to want to be able to offload that rather than have the operating cost of anything at 6 or 7%. And I think we're going to see a very similar thing here in the UK. Now, I don't know how much we've got to, or how much commercial property needs to be refinanced in the next couple of years. My guess would be it's certainly a few million, to say the least, uh, possibly, possibly a billion or something along those lines. The point being that they're going to need to be refinanced. And when they're refinanced, just like if you've gone through a refinance recently on your portfolio, you would have probably cringed slightly at the interest rate and the monthly cost of that mortgage. I know we have in one of the, the only refinances that we've had to do this year has been a little bit cringy from that point of view. But imagine doing it on a massive scale uh, into the millions and you're going from a 1% or 2% rate up to a 6 or 7% rate. It's a recipe for disaster. That's where the opportunity comes from because where these institutions then won't want all of this sitting on their books, they're going to want to offload that. That's where people like you and I can pop in, have a look at things and go, okay, hang on a minute. How can we make this work? Can we take this off of your off your balance sheet? Can we add assets to our portfolio? Great, thumbs up, wonderful. Let's sit down, let's negotiate, let's work out some deals. If the numbers work, wonderful. If the numbers don't work, unlucky, that's your that's your issue to deal with. And we've had a bit of, uh, uh, not kickback on YouTube, we've had some comments on YouTube and um, a couple of emails uh, with people pointing out saying, well, why would you then want to, you know, why, why would you want to refinance at 6 or 7%? It doesn't quite make sense. Well, it, it does from this point of view, that if you are getting a return on investment of, let's just say, 20% on your property, it doesn't matter if the mortgage rate is 1% or 10%. The fact is you're getting a rate of return of 20%. So as long as your rate of return is higher than your expenses, interest rates, etc., then you're in a winning position as, as far as I'm concerned. And that's from Robert Kiyosaki. That's from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's mentioned that a few times on his podcast recently on the Rich Dad radio show, that at the end of the day, if your net ROI is higher than the interest rate or cost of the mortgage, et cetera, it doesn't matter. You're in a positive position. So voila. It's like saying if, you're, if a property cash flow is £500 a month, it doesn't matter if that property is worth £1 or that property is worth £1 million. The cash flow is going to remain the same no matter what the price of that property is. Anyway, um, getting off topic a little bit, point of that article is that the mainstream media are now starting to pick up a lot more on the fact that commercial property space is, is becoming emptier in and around London. Um, 
whatever happens in London normally filters around the UK, uh, sometimes quickly, sometimes a bit slowly. Point is, it will filter across the UK. That creates opportunities because developers like us, developers like yourselves, can go in and start trying to create deals, make deals where possible, because ultimately the bigger institutions, uh, when all of these uh, properties need to be refinanced, you're then refinancing at a much higher rate. And that is not necessarily going to end up well, hence why there is going to be opportunity moving forwards. We've got some really funky episodes coming up, actually, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've got an episode about solar panels and a, a win-win situation for landlords and tenants. That's going to be an interview, so you don't want to miss that. That's going to come up in the next couple of weeks. And as I'm starting to get back into the zone after taking a few weeks off uh, for marriage purposes, then, yes, we're going to have a lot more content come through on the YouTube channel. So please do go ahead and go over to the YouTube channel Use that bell notification thing to subscribe and to be updated where, where we produce new YouTube content. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please go ahead and head over to the uh, podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. Please do go and leave us a review on iTunes as well. That helps to get our message across to as many people as possible. And your help has really helped us recently because we have seen it in the numbers we've seen some great increases in the amount of people downloading the podcast listening to us on youtube and that's all thanks to you pushing our message out there as well so please do continue to do that but watch out for commercial property uh the the proverbial is going to hit the fan sooner rather than later and that just makes opportunity it makes more opportunity for you makes more opportunity for us as well we'll see you in the next video Thanks for listening to Property Nomads. To help the podcast even more, please do head over to patreon.com forward slash property nomads. That's patreon.com forward slash property nomads. <laughs>